turn up the sound and then hit a not on the uh the music gets watch me in the my old, zone, watch man. the old headphones the headphones are good no 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 the sound on the board when you push a button turn up that sound up on the you know which button that is no those are the microphones what are you talking about it's already up. up. It's already up. It's the three microphones, right, and yeah. then it's that one, that that that's already up. It's already up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what then, you telling me to turn it up for? <laughs> I was just saying. I thought you knew what I was. I thought we were on the same page. No. You got one of these at home. <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna. You want to turn off those lights? Yeah. Keep make this. it really. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's what we like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. This is episode 20 of Combat on the Couch with the Ugly Franco, but this is episode 2 of the Breakdown Podcast with Richard Barajas and the Ugly Franco, exclusively on Patreon for a month. And then it comes out almost everywhere, goddamn. <laughs> almost everywhere, goddamn. We are, we are on Rumble now. We are on YouTube. We are on, on Rumble, huh? Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts. Um, we are making clips on <laughs> YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Threads. What's another one? Instagram? Did you say Instagram? Already said it. Uh, not X. They banned me. I make a lot of clips for OnlyFans. A, a shameless plug for Ugly Franco Productions, right? Oh, come on now. <laughs> well, this is just the beginning where everybody everybody stops listening towards about three minutes in. So right. you got to get all the important stuff out now. Right. So Ugly Franco Productions has been my media company, one of my media companies for what? Four months. Four months? Three months. Four. No, about four months, yeah. Yeah. Technically, four months. Four months. Before... And, uh, Dude. Two months, two months before that, and maybe. the amount of attention and and I don't know excitement, enthusiasm I've been getting in the gym has been awesome, and it's been off the charts. And I appreciate everything you've been doing because it's been working like a charm. And I, yeah, thank you, Ugly yeah, Franco man. Productions. There you go. Mm. And shout out to our special producer, Danny Do Dizzle. He is joining us on the podcast today for a short while until he has to go bake cookies with his mom. Exactly. Chocolate chip, though, so it's okay. It's the holidays. What are you going to do? Exactly. You can't keep the kid all day. Right. Especially not when you keep me waiting for half an hour. Damn, That's no why I was so fucking mad. It makes so much sense, dude. It made so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew he was off, man. I knew he was pissed. It's supposed to be a professional media company. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's edit that part out. <laughs> no, I'm just Clip it. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's getting taken out. Yeah, we gotta have something. To you edit. know, going to that though, the media company. I feel like this is really move that down, move the arm, the swivel upper. There we go. That way. That's what we like. That's better. This makes so much more sense. That's better. I think it's probably how it was, and then I moved it. Yeah. Um. Well, you've been at it for four months. What have you learned? I mean, we are going to get into the breakdown, okay? We're here to cover a fight card today, but I really appreciate this. This, yeah. is, a, this is a good time for me. Yeah. I mean, fuck. What have I learned? <laughs> it's been four months. Like, that's not a very long time. No. I, I feel like you've learned a lot in that oh my gosh. time period. So. Oh, my gosh. I mean, <sighs> I, I don't even know it. where to start. Like, I don't even know how to start this. Where to, what have I learned? Basically, I learned that I learned... I learned I'm more of an entrepreneur than I thought, yeah. honestly, yeah. because up till now, I've kind of been doing things based on whims and based on, I've been saying yes, yes, yes to everything and then just kind of trying like a lot. And then now with this, you got to tie down and do some real, real work. Yeah. And that takes a level of consistency that I have not proven yet that I can do unless it's for like my selfishness. So Having a lot of other factors into play. Um, having to be a professional and deliver. Having, yes. I feel like, man, yeah. that's really been a cool thing to see because I know I can depend on Josh to, to put out clips. And I'm not having to, I don't know, take up that much headspace on marketing, mm -hmm. which is fucking badass. That's what I want to do. That's yeah. the whole point. I want you to sleep sleep tight at night, baby. Yeah. Hit. I want your head to hit that pillow. I want you to feel good about it. 
and want you to say like, you know, I don't need to wake up at 3 a.m. and be like, ah, you know, just because there's like some stress. Yeah. Because that's how it goes. You wake up at weird hours because you're like, oh, I didn't do the thing that I wanted to do and it was easy, but I just didn't do it. So, I mean, everything that we do is easy. It's social media. It's thumb work. But this is the beginning. So this is not as easy as it looks. Okay, we make it look easy because I've been at it for a while, and I've been a dork for my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you can't coach dorkness, right? Um, that's just unique, man. That's just really unique. That's yeah, a personality man. type. I mean, some dudes <laughs> that's were a gift, right? Yeah, some or dudes. Curse. Well, <laughs> but I mean, some dudes were meant to play football. That's what they were made to do, and it's obvious. They don't. You Ray Lewis. Oh, yeah. You think that guy was meant for anything else except for busting skulls? No. He was made to be an absolute monster. He's made to be a terror to other human beings, to other males. He's, made to, he's meant to make other alpha males feel like they're children. That's what he did. All pro running backs. Children. Okay? So you're I saying was made you're, to like, do this. you're like Ray Lewis. This is my field, baby. Damn. Welcome to it. <laughs> we, we gotta clip that. We gotta clip that. <laughs> oh gosh! But no, but but going back to that. But I wouldn't have a field. This is a good field. Yeah. Ray Lewis has played on bad fields. I've played on, I've played on a lot of fields. But this is a good field. So yeah. I like uh, I like the game. You know, I like this game, and this is one of my favorite fields to play the game. Play the game on, if you get me. Yeah, and the the, the cool thing. That I've seen is just the consistency and the output. There's just been consistent high output um, marketing across the board. And it's just obviously growing from your passion to do a podcast and figuring out how to do that to get paid to do it. And it's only been four months, dude. And I feel like, shit, there's been a lot of growth. I mean, a lot of growth on my end, too, of learning, too. But That's what's been the most affirming thing for me in this Seeing that it's working. Yeah. Like, knowing that it's actually working. And it was, like, starting just wanting to do a podcast and do it for some money to how do we grow now two businesses that are involved because I started an LLC. Mm-hmm. So, everything that goes into that, getting the web page up, which is up, uglyfranco.com, go to it. Figuring stuff out there all the time. We're blogging, all that stuff. But, like, that's something that I wasn't as, like fervently chasing because there was no need right. now i'm trying to grow someone else's business what do i need to do to make sure that that happens you gotta grow yourself there's a lot that you gotta do there's a lot that you gotta do you can't just put out the clips putting out the clips is hat you know well, that's what dan is here for too right besides, dan is here besides beating you up for the money dan is here the sandwiches i help where i can dan helps well, where he can well hopefully I, I, I put him on the clips kind of a little bit. I mean, dude, if you go to Danny Dude Dizzle on Spotify and look at the Alicia podcast, I think that one was one where you had both of the cameras yeah. facing you and her, and you flipped them both back every time somebody else was talking, almost yeah, yeah. on the spot. Sometimes it was, I mean, it's a lot to do. I've never done that because right here. So, you know, I'm just <laughs> never going to spend the time to do that right. ever. So he did that, and I was like, man... You know, who else is around here doing that? Nobody. Mm-hmm. And if they are, I can't afford them. Yeah. So. No, there's no one there, But there isn't anybody out here doing it. And it's just. I mean, it's me and him and a couple other people and, you know. Well, editing like that. Editing like that. Mm-hmm. Editing like that. And. Uh, you guys really, if you think about it, have a monopoly on the market if you really wanted to pursue yeah. it. Well. No one else in town. Well, I mean, good life, small business. Shout out to him, though. I mean, no, I mean, he's doing a different thing, though. He is doing a different he's thing. He's doing a different thing. He's a good dude, by the way. Oh, he's um, a good dude. We need to have him on the pod, huh? Yeah, we do. That'd Can I go cool. on his pod? Can we go on your pod, bro? Can I be on your pod? Can yeah, you come on my pod? I'll, uh, I'll message him. It's a good time. And uh, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll try to set that up. He's a good dude. That's good but you guys are just doing different things, though. And he. Well, I have a business now, so I'm a small business. I could go on. Before, I couldn't go on. Hey, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm the, I'm the one man small business that you don't want to talk to. I was saying too though, like you guys have a monopoly in Carney, but even in, in the state of Nebraska, who's doing it? That I don't know. Who is? No one. I don't know though. I haven't looked at the Omaha pool at and all. I mean there's gotta be more podcasts. We're really there. going in a this different direction, but if you really think about it, I mean there's it's just 
a market that hasn't has been virtually uncharted, like a marketing social media company in Nebraska. There isn't one. Started off oh, with podcasting. Started off with podcasting. But bro. even podcasting should be definitely a staple. Yeah. No, it, it is. It's the, there's you know? no business without it. Yeah. I don't have any clips without it. Right. I don't want to come into another business and film without the podcast well, being saying, involved. So it's like a very specific thing that we're doing. I'm feeling like and a, it's really fun. Even podcasting should be a staple of any business. Oh, you know, I mean, it's like the one on one that you Smart. don't get to have with your with your with your per. That's how I kind of think of it. When I come in with like when you give me somebody mm-hmm. and then I get to talk to them one on one, it's mm-hmm. like a one on one that you maybe haven't been able to have for five weeks or whatever the yeah. and you haven't even thought about it like that. You're just like, Hey, good good podcast. Yeah. And then it turns into like a, oh, that was insightful for me because Josh is asking good questions mm-hmm. of them or they're telling, you know, something good that they're experiencing and that's like a good one on one moment for, for people. That's one way to look at it if, like, as a business looking to say, like, why do I want to talk to them? Why do I, have a, why do I want to have a conversation with them? Gary Vee, most of his day is 15-minute meetings, 30-minute meetings. It's just meetings all day. Everybody in the building, wherever he's at, it's the one-on-one that is extremely important. When you can do that on this level and then have, like – the the ability to listen back to it, mm-hmm. I mean, well, it's think for yourself. I mean, that could be good. It is uh, what human beings are all about, man. We're we're yeah, you know, we're a communal being. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to have a community around us. How do you do that? You build relationships. How do you do that? You communicate. You talk. Communicate. So, communicate. Uh, get into and I think the biggest thing right now in this era that we're in, I think, getting to know somebody intimately. Is how you should be selling your business. Yes. You know, so even though I don't like necessarily being on a podcast, mm-hmm. it's the best way for people to get to know me, mm-hmm. market my my business, mm-hmm. and then also get to know and another way to, for me to get to know the people that are in the business. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's been cool to hear all the podcasts and um, just get to know everybody a little bit better. People that I'd like to get in the podcast here soon would be uh, Scott Noctigal. I'd like to hear some of his thoughts on. On random things. Shout out to him. He was uh, getting help on his truck the other day, and he went up to my boy Seth Soderlin up at Platte Valley. I've known Seth for, like, my whole life almost. We grew up in Lex. Seth hits me up like, yo, some dude just came into Platte Valley, and what's he listening to on his truck? (laughs) I was like, I was like, there's no way he's listening to it if he doesn't go to the gym. He was like, yeah, he goes to the gym. I was like, shout out to Scott Noctable. Hey, that's badass. (laughs) Made me feel good. Yeah, you know, it's cool, it's cool too, because I feel like we are uh, building an even tighter community when they get to listen to each other and get to know each other better. Mm-hmm. So it's just so uh, beneficial in so many different ways. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, other guys, Rudy and Jeremy, want to get those brothers on here too. Yeah, way back when I was working at Domino's um, night shift, and they would come through all the time after practice, like, yo, I need to like just get something, you know? Yeah. I was always like, dude, let's do a podcast before, but we hadn't showed up to the gym yet. So now we're at the gym. It's got to happen. Oh, I'd love to hear uh, their mentality in fighting and training. And then they're obviously very close brothers. So I'd love to hear uh, just more about who they are. You know, I don't really, I feel like I know them, but I don't really know them. So I feel like they do have a very interesting relationship because don't they train here kind of independent? So, yeah, back when I started implementing standards, they, uh, they couldn't make it all the time their bodies mm-hmm. were kind of busted up because they work so much yeah yeah and, yeah uh, they're hustlers for real they're the workaholics man so uh hey guys <laughs> guys look number 17 we gotta get them we gotta get them all right you you can't get them you're not in the game you're too slow you gotta like, come out that sounds like an impersonation uh jose makes <laughs> i'll have him have have him do it but yeah He's like, Jose, dumb. <laughs> Jose, fight. <laughs> That's pretty funny when he talk about it. But let's switch it's gears up. and. Uh, well, no, what were you saying before we were switching the camera? Because I wanted to. Uh, Jeremy and Rudy? Yeah, listening to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just I was listen, just saying that. Listening to more people. I feel getting, like I've known them for a long time. Yeah. I just don't really know them. Right. You know? And that's what the podcast does. That's what the podcast does. You've known them. I mean, how many times have I walked into a podcast and I've known people for years? 
Right. I showed up to Carney and they're here and we just sit down to do a podcast last week or whatever. Like, you know them, but you don't really know them if, if you don't spend time with them. You like their Facebook page because it's cool and you know them, but you've never sat down and talked to them like this. Right. And it's not, you know, you don't have to talk about something serious either. You can just sit down and talk. Yeah. So that's what the podcast has going for it. And it's cool. And I appreciate everything. I like this. But the breakdown is what we're here to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Segway. You've been pumping out some content on the Patreon. Yeah, I've seen it. Just been. Uh, How many did you release since uh, the last podcast we did? Six? Eight? Yeah, probably somewhere in there. I'm just trying to, it's not the highest quality content in regards to uh, editing. There's no editing going on. And if you've uh, been watching those, which there's probably nobody watching them right now. Well. Except for maybe one or two of my fighters. So, Dan, I started this Patreon with the thought in mind of I'm going to do film study, but I want to share my film study with my fight team. Mm-hmm. So that's been the whole premise behind the, the Patreon. And then the podcasting and everything is kind of seeing how much we can get out of this Patreon page. But uh, when we, so it was like 20 members on the Patreon page. It's not huge, but right. a lot of those guys are on my fight team. So what I've been doing is just pumping out as much content as I can. Because what I'm trying to do is watch fights in slow motion just to, just to learn and, and uh, understand like concepts of fighting, have a deeper understanding of concepts and just, and then how do I implement that into my training? Because if you look at, this is a, an idea I've been throwing around with people. If you look at UFC, you know how people say, do you fight UFC? You know, a lot of the fighters will get that. You fight UFC? Like, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's MMA. It's but, not a thing. Yeah. But it is a thing. It's like, do you speak Mexican? Right, right, right. <laughs> you speak but, Spanish. But I'm Thanks. actually pushing back against that now because obviously ignorant people say that, mm-hmm. but it's also this. The UFC is a brand in and of itself, and the fighting that happens in the UFC is specific to the UFC. So there's a different brand of fighting that's going on there. What people, where people often will most often make the mistake of thinking is this. I will train my jiu-jitsu, my wrestling, my kickboxing, and my boxing, and then mix it all together, and that's MMA, mixed martial arts. Really, that's not what's happening in the UFC. The UFC is a sports. It's a sport of its own. So it's like, you you're not gonna go train jujitsu over here, do over here, and do this and do this, and then put it all together and have good success. Because some guy that's just training UFC is gonna beat you. Because most likely the fight's gonna take place on the wall. Most likely the fight's gonna take place out in the open. And if you don't know how to check a kick, you're gonna get kicked in the leg. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you were just training boxing, not gonna work. Mm-hmm. If you were just training jujitsu and you didn't you didn't ever train wrestling you're not going to take the guy down so it there is um an idea emerging throughout the patreon where i feel like if i can just create a shortcut and how to train specifically just the skills and techniques the cardio all of it that's required to to compete at the highest level of the ufc it's called fighting ufc you know so you're i'm these guys are we eventually be we'll cut out all the fat of training jujitsu, training wrestling, training boxing, and we're just gonna train on specifically what it is that's working at the highest level. And that's what I'm the idea is in to kind of blow back at that idea is well, we're gonna train UFC. You know what I mean? So it's kinda I get did it. I lose you guys. I get Dan, it. No, no, no. That, you, that, that literally made you. sense. <laughs> that literally made sense. <laughs> Because you go and what you watch like amateur fights in MMA, and it's not like it is in the UFC. It's it's definitely different. Different. Well, and that's that's another thing too. So I've been watching high level kickboxing matches, and then I'll go and watch our fights, our amateur fights. And there's obvious disparity in skill sets and and understanding. And okay, well, all we have to do is implement this concept to our training. All of a sudden, you see a huge change. Um, but yeah, and then. What you see a lot of in the UFC, still, that doesn't work at the highest levels. You're talking about the top-tier guys. They don't pull guard. So, that's a jiu-jitsu thing, right? Well, I'm still seeing at the high, like in the top 10, guys that are pulling guard. What happens to them when they crack the top five? Well, they get obliterated. You're not going to crack the top five by pulling guard still. 
you're just gonna you're gonna get exposed. So if you start training that way now, you can you can bypass a lot of the shit that's going on and make it right into the top of the UFC. So Be- that's because you're a better overall fighter. Because you're better at UFC. Not necessarily a better overall fighter. Because if you're a better overall fighter, that means you're really good at jujitsu. You're really good at boxing. You're really good at wrestling. Kickboxing. You don't need to be good at all those things. You have to have a base level of fundamental understanding of each one and just be fundamentally sound. If you bring nice. it back to fundamentals, you fundamentally sound. I like that. You're going to really have a big advantage over a lot of people. Now That simplifies it down. That simplifies it down because it when easy. the fighter's not thinking, they can fight. Right. Now you just have to master, master basic principles and fundamentals. You do that, you can compete at a very high level. Now there's guys obviously that have wrestled D1 and you know this and that and that. Those guys are special kinds of athletes. You're gonna have the freaks. Yeah. You're gonna have the freaks. Those, those guys good. are also in the UFC, so mm-hmm. you know, good luck when you fight those guys. Yeah, good luck. But uh, but those are the challenges we want too. You know, we're not in here just to fight on the regional circuit and no call it good. Think you're cool. Yeah, it's like John Jones. He's not like elite at really anything, but he never loses because he fights UFC. Because he fights UFC. Yeah. That's dang, dude. There we go. <laughs> That's why Dan's here also because he's the G. Okay. So a, a lot of guys still to this day don't really train their wrestling. You know, they're they're jujitsu oriented guys. But John Jones has a decent wrestling background. And he's able to take down Daniel Cormier, who's an Olympic-level wrestler. Right. So that's a good, actually a really good example because Daniel Cormier, who's an elite wrestler, got taken down multiple times by John Jones. Where? On the wall. Why is the wall so important? It distinguishes UFC from MMA. How? Yeah. Explain more how the wall. I've never heard that before. How does the wall make a difference between? Because a lot of fights are being determined by uh, wall grappling, cage grappling. So right. you'll put someone on the wall and you'll stall out. You'll knee them. You'll stomp their toe, whatever. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll rack up these points. But also, if you don't know how to wrestle on the wall, it really cancels out high-level wrestling. So mm-hmm. if a high-level wrestler is able to get taken down by a junior college wrestler on the wall, which is what happened in the Daniel Cormier-John Jones fight, what some what was different? What's well, the wall? The wall is what allowed him to take him down, mm. and so it it's a sport all of its own. Like it's a different thing. It's not all different, but it is different. You know, so you do have to learn jujitsu and wrestling all these things, but you can't spend too much time in each discipline. Each discipline, you have to figure out the fundamentals, the most important things, mm-hmm. and but then the, you can still get knocked out too. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, and that's why it's the best fucking sport. It's the it's best like fucking the best, sport. And, and you can spend so much time thinking all that, and then you could just go in and get knocked out. Yeah, you could be too slow for a second. Zig when you should have zagged. Yeah. Yeah, and well, that's that the mean, beautiful thing about the sport. I mean, if you ever watch someone fight, you watch, you went to the fights here in Carney. Yeah, how emotionally invested you are in the situation. Oh. These people are really putting themselves in harm's way. It's just fucking awesome. The first time, the first awesome. time that it started flying, I was, you know, it, it, they made it real. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's my friend. Yeah. Hey, hey, stop doing that to my friend. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, wait, my friend. Hey, friend, you're you're kind of cool. you're a badass. Yeah. Like you're like he's actually giving it back. You're like, this is real. Yeah. You can do this. I'm a bouncer at a bar. Usually, I have to break something up, but they're this is normal. This is how it's supposed to be. It's the yeah. best sport, dude. It's the best sport. I yeah. don't care. Jiu-jitsu is huge right now. Did yeah, you see? Dude. I think Alex shared it on his story. Alex Weaver shared it on his story. He was just like, uh, what, what did he say? The biggest no-gi in Texas? The biggest no-gi registration for IBJJF, I think. Yeah. That's wild. It, so jiu-jitsu is constantly it, growing. It feels like there's going to be a lot of people looking for jiu-jitsu podcasts, huh? Maybe we should just keep going. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I have uh, I'm not... I'm not a, I'm a good grappler. I'm a good grappler. You know, I'm, I've been doing it for long okay. enough. I'm a good grappler. There's some guys out there that are really fucking good. Yeah. So I don't know if There's I have like a really 16 year old or something. That's the place to, to talk on, on grappling. I, I have enough experience to know what's what, but, um, uh, definitely MMA is where I feel true grappling is displayed because you cannot 
so, and this is a really nerdy talk, so let me know if I bore you guys. But I think that's kind of a little bit of the point of the podcast. Yeah. Let it out. This yeah, is so your time. In uh, Taekwondo or all these other traditional martial arts, you guys see these guys that are kind of point fighting karate. They're not really uh, fighting, right? You know, they're point fighting. What's point fighting? Point fighting is like if I touch you, I score a point. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, so I in, don't like watching that kind of stuff. In the Olympics, if you do Taekwondo and you knock someone out, you can get disqualified. Right, yeah, you're not supposed you know, to do it. You're not supposed to knock someone out. And that that's, is the healthier sport, by the way. <laughs> it's not fighting, though. It's, it's not, not fighting. fighting. It's not fighting. How are you going to learn to fight when, you know? So jujitsu has kind of become that in the sense where oh. you're not going to pull, you're going to sit to your butt in a live situation. Yeah. And pull guard and, and fight somebody. Right. And now, granted, there's some really good grapplers out there. They'll destroy your legs before you know what happened, but mm-hmm. that's not real fighting. You know? And yeah. uh, I think every sport gets over-specialized, and that's why the uh, MMA is so important. It's like, okay, this is just a fight. Mm-hmm. So whatever works, works. You know? so, and I love that idea more than I do the other um, traditional ideas, I guess. I agree. I like the idea of two warriors going at it. Yeah. And we need that to set the standard. Yeah. Oh, you think you fight? Five rounds. And re- I would say wrestling's the closest thing That's to fighting, like okay. a true, like, just taking a martial art and making a sport. Uh, wrestling is that. And jiu-jitsu's kind of there, too, but because they're doing more wrestling now. But um, if you look at the highest level of Olympic wrestling, those guys could kill somebody. Yeah. They could kill somebody. Yeah, Jordan Burroughs can... Yeah. Murder anyone. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Speaking of grapplers at the elite, we've got the Darius and... The fight card. Yeah. So I've heard they're really good grapplers. I've heard it's going to be a, all well around. It's just going to be a really good fight because you don't know what to expect from both of them. Yeah. That's what I've heard. They can just take it any way they want, but they're really good at grappling, both of them. But the Darius guy is supposed to be, like, better. So, Dan, how, many, how much fights... Do you watch? You watch UFC fights at all? I watch like the the main ones at B Dubs. B Dubs. Okay, so this yeah. will be a main one at B Dubs for sure. It, yeah, it'll be on. Yeah, you got to watch it. So I've been I've been breaking down um, both these guys, Sarukian and Derush, right? So this is exactly this is a fight I definitely want to uh, watch and and analyze. So I want to give my brief analysis on this because I've been doing some field study on both these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarukian is a younger guy. He's, what, 26, 27? I don't know. I'm looking at my phone, but I don't have that information. Uh-huh. He's ranked number number eight, and, Sar- and Dairush is ranked number four, but Dairush is 34, 35, and Sarukian's 26. So I th- the oh, younger guy, dang, almost 10-year difference. Yeah, the younger guy usually is going to have an advantage. I think it's a five-round fight since it's a main event. The younger guy is going to have an advantage in that scenario. Um, Sarukian likes to wrestle, but he's not very – Confident. I feel like there's times in his fights where he lacks the confidence to finish a shot or to do what he needs to do in the moment. He tries to listen to his coaches, but he'll make stupid mistakes because he's trying to listen because he doesn't have the confidence to do whatever he th- he thinks he should be doing. He relies heavily on on being coached. Derouche does really good. He's a he's a vet. He's a savvy vet. He doesn't have any problems defending a shot or getting up right away or anything like that. So what I think this is going to turn into is going to be a war by round four and five. This is going to be one of the most underrated fight cards you'll see, especially if you like grappling. The grappling in this is going to be fucking awesome. Um, but what I see happening is Sarukian throwing a lot of kicks, Derouche countering, going to the top with his boxing to the head, maybe dropping Sarukian. Sarukian trying to wrestle with Derouche, Derouche scrambling. And then we, we talk about this in one of my breakdowns where – He's pressuring into the wall and fighting the hands. I don't think Sarukian is going to have any tools to hold Dairush down. So it's going to turn into a striking match. And Sarukian is not the better striker. Sometimes he is, sometimes he's not. He's got the head games going on. And Dairush being a southpaw, I think he drops him with the left hand and maybe finishes the fight later on in the fourth or fifth round. You think he's going to throw the young fellow off with that left hand being yeah. being a lefty? Yeah, but... Dude, his fighting, five rounds, favor, him, favors, favors the, the young guy. You're 34. 
Oof. That's old, dude. That's old, man. That's pretty old. That's old as balls. Older. You're, you're it's almost old as balls. <laughs> to be fighting, <laughs> to be rolling around fighting, you're almost old as balls. He's huh? a fucking beast, though. That's why he's a beast. He's a fucking beast. Um, but, Dan, that's pretty old. And he, he he hasn't slowed down yet in his career. This might be the first fight where you're starting to see, okay. We might see something here. Yeah. We could see something, or we could still see old dogs know how to know how to play. That's right. <coughs> I'm, I'm still going play for Benio because Benio's a fucking badass. He's just a little old. So I mm. think it's going to be a good fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much like me and you fighting right now. How? Because you're not 34, though. I'm 35. But I beat the shit out of you, dude. <laughs> Yeah, he would. <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> There's I'm no way. I'm fucking with you, dude. But I would. There's no way. There's no way I would. Die. Yeah, no, no, I'd die. I'd die. No, but yeah, it'd be it'd be very similar, dude. That's I mean that like just Cheers. the age difference. That's me and you fighting. Yeah, that's like cute. that's, you know. But those I mean those guys I don't know. That's crazy. I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, that's why I'm not fighting. The craziest thing is this is a fucking. Top-rated fight at lightweight. So, you know, Benil's never fought for the title. If he doesn't win this one, he'll never fight for the title. Oh. So it's, it's there's got, a lot on the line here, huh? Yeah, there's a lot on the line. And uh, Sarukian, he's young. He's kind of been here before and, and fallen short. He'll be here again, I think. Mm-hmm. He'll fall short. Mm-hmm. He's just not an elite mind. Like, they're, some guys are dogs. Even yeah. even when it all's on the line, mm-hmm. you know they're going to fight hard and mm-hmm. be that dog. He just kind of has been back and forth on that. I feel like he's had a couple of good fights. He should have won. So, mm. should we do a? It feels like we should do a fight companion on that, dude. It feels like we should watch that fight, just not film the fight, and then just film us. Just have the laptop up. I'm done. Set the set the laptop up. Bring in a TV or something and HDMI the TV to the 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 thing, and I'd then be down just film for it. that fight. Film That'd be it. Cool. Just for that, you know. Yeah, because you've been. Going over them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd say that if you didn't say that you've been going over them. I think that would be a really good opportunity. Plus, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it's a, it's like a fight companion. You know? Yeah, I'd be down. So that's the fights like this. I, I talked about it before at the lightweight division. That's the most skilled and talented and packed division. Uh, these fights kind of set the tone. They'll, you'll see uh, the ways these guys defend or some strategies that they'll implement, and then what what's, what happens just like the NFL. Everybody else copies it. Oh, that worked? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do that then. So yeah. that's something that, that's just in human nature too. You know, you're you're going to see this fight, I feel like, affect a lot of the up-and-coming fights. A lot of these guys are already kind of doing the same techniques. They're already fighting UFC. You know what I mean? So it's... Well, you're adapting, you know? Adapt or overcome. Mm-hmm. <coughs> to exactly overcome. right. Exactly right. If you're not adapting, you'll be left behind. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. So you don't think I can go into the, like, I'm fast, man. All right, I'm telling you, I'm fast. You don't think I can go into some, into a fight and just be like, yo, I'm the fastest, and I don't need to know how to try UFC. (laughs) You know, like, I don't need to know how to do that. I'm fast, dude. I'm going to knock him out. He's not going to be able to tackle me because I'm too fast. Like, that mentality. You don't think that that mentality will go. You'd die. <laughs> First round, <laughs> but I'm fast, man. I'm fast. But these people get punched for a living every day. Well, you can't punch what you can't catch. What if someone was just as fast? They'll catch you. See, this is this is the problem. This is this is the every guy going into. Oh, dude, I can fight. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm next level, bro. Yeah. This is what you're gonna get met with. <laughs> There's it's, a lot. It's, it's you're a it. child. It's you're a child. That's what it is. No, I'll say this. There's Grow some, up. There's some physical freaks out there that you just don't ever want to fight. And I, I think the thing I've learned mm-hmm. as I've trained over the years is like, okay, don't fuck with that guy because you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, for real. So, like, Scott Octagall, the most unassuming guy. He looks like Jeff Gordon. Literally looks like Jeff Gordon. That guy will wreck somebody. Yeah, he's he's, he's a, a monster. He's an absolute monster. Yeah, he's, he's comfortable, monster, comfortable on his ass. I've seen him. I've watched him. He's comfortable on his back. But he's top. also he also wrestles and he's he's yeah. an athlete and yeah. he's strong no, yeah. and he doesn't get tired. Super strong. He's ripped. He's he's ripped. He's <laughs> at, like absolutely ripped. Like not even like a little bit. Like oh man, you know, like you're keeping it tight. He's freaking ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut that out. We can't give him too many compliments on this, right? 
<laughs> hey man, I'm gay for Scott Noctical. We'll be right back. No, but he's, he keeps himself in shape. Um, but yeah, the yeah, yeah, we'll get him on the podcast. But uh, that's, that's definitely the biggest thing I've learned through fighting over the years. Is like, all right, you don't know who who you're talking to half the time. Some of these guys. Look like average Joes, but they'll be a freak, just a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll mm-hmm. be able to pick you up and throw you across the room. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, me and JB were at Walmart yesterday. We just met it. We ran into each other, and we uh, we went on like a little mini mini trip. That's another guy that you don't want to mess with him, dude. I mean, JB's, yeah, but JB's a super nice guy. Oh, so nice. He's a he's a great athlete though. The guy's yeah. He, if he, he gets his hands on like you, Scott yeah. No, he. <laughs> He's more. He's he's uh, he's Jack Jacked. Yeah, he's Jack. He's got the twenty twos. You know what I'm saying? Big biceps. Yeah. He well, he played college football and yeah. Scott played or he did pole vaulting. D one pole vaulting. So that's some great athletes here. Yeah, pole vaulters are the best athletes. Yeah, that's what you I have heard. to be athletic fast and upside down. Mm-hmm. You, that's the best world athlete yeah. in the in the world. Yeah, that's right. No question. You the body the the control you have to have on your body while being upside down, getting over that pole, your body is this. That's not you never have to do that ever. You're not how many times are you touching your toes? You're touching your toes in the air, twenty feet up. Best athletes in the world. Yeah. I believe hey, after grappling Scotty, I I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. Those are the dudes <laughs> that could just pick a thing and that's what they, they would have been really good at it. Anything. Yeah. They're the best rock climbers, their hands are so strong. Forearms are freaking fast, bro. You, you so fast. <laughs> well, I did track in, in school, and they were like, Josh, you got to be a pole vaulter. And I was always scared. But the athletes that did pole vault, I was always like, oh, shit. He's actually better than me at being an athlete, and I'm the best track athlete on the team. I'm the number one guy. Scared. I like it. Scared. <laughs> bro, yeah. I was scared. <laughs> yeah, I was scared. I was so fast. High, I man. thought I thought I was gonna break the pole if I hit it that fast. I was gonna stab myself if I ran at it that fast. No way. So a little bit. I have like this, like, like, like. Yeah, dude. I look up to pole vaulters like so much because they're, yeah, they're better they're, than me. They're athletes, dude. They're better. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Another ber- person I was a pole vaulter is Dan Lancer. Hopefully we'll get. Oh, him. makes sense. We'll get him on the podcast too. Yeah, he will. Scotty was one of his coaches. Really? Yeah. Small world. Scotty, you old as balls, huh? (laughs) 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 Oh, God. What what time are we at, Dan? For the, like, actual time of the podcast? Yeah, the podcast? 40 minutes. Okay. Cool. So that's my pick on the Sarukian fight. I'm going for Benil. So you think he could drop him? He's going to drop the young man. And then is he going to go into the grappling right after that, or is no, he he's not. Drop Benio doesn't. He uses his grappling defensively only. Hmm. Armand shoots a lot of shitty shots. He'll get on a lot of hmm. fucking double legs on his knees. He'll sit there for a little bit. Um, he just hasn't. He he hasn't put it all together. You know, he's a good wrestler. He's a good kickboxer. He just hasn't put it all together. Um, but uh, I, he's like so talented. I I don't know. The only thing holding him back is is his own mind. I feel like hmm. he should be like. Number two right now. Maybe when he listens to this podcast, it'll get to him. Yeah. Take some advice, huh? He's fucking, he's a stud, dude. He is a stud. I just don't know how he's losing some of these fights. He did lose against Islam, and I was like, all right, it's Islam. He's a, he's one of the best. That was a close fight. But then he fought against uh, Gamrot, and Gamrot beat him. And I thought Gamrot, Gamrot's good, but I thought he was better than Gamrot. And uh, that's another guy I've been breaking down a lot, too. So it's like, um, that division is just so packed with talent, so... It's easy if you're just not there mentally for another guy just to edge you out a little bit, and I think that's what's happening with him. Hmm. Another fight. There's a couple of fights on that card. Uh, Jalen Turner versus Bobby Green. Do you guys? Do you guys watch? You guys don't know, huh? I'm trying my best to no, keep that's up. Right, that's right. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Bobby Green just knocked out Grant Dawson. Grant Dawson is like an up and coming stud that used to train out of here in Nebraska. He moved to Florida. And Grant Dawson's probably going to be a either a title contender or a champion in sometime in his career. But Bobby Green, being 37, just knocked that dude out. 
and he's fighting Jalen Turner. Jalen Turner, that's going to be a great fight. This is actually be a stack card, so we do need to watch it somewhere. Uh, Jalen Turner uh, broke Dan Hooker's hand in an epic fucking firefight. This is going to be a showdown. This is going to be a brawl. And uh, I it, I don't know who's going to win this one. Bobby Green is 37 years old, like I said. Old guy, so I'm always pulling for the old guys. Jalen Turner is a young, up-and-coming, like, hard-hitting dude. That's going to be a interesting fight. I think I got Bobby Green because I think he's a little more skilled. He does a little bit more with his hands. He's a little bit more crafty. I think he's going to put it on uh, Jalen Turner. Jalen Turner is an athlete, though. Explosive, hits hard. Um, and then the last fight I really want to talk about is Rob Font versus Devison Figueredo. And uh, Devison's 37, I think, also. These, a lot of these guys are old, man. And Rob Font, I think, is in his 30s. But Rob Font has... Some inspiring a, fights, my goodness. It's, there's some good ones. Devison's fighting at 35. He used to be the 25-pound champion. He's, he went up in weight. Now he's fighting, uh, what is he, a number eight-ranked guy. So that's going to be an interesting fight. I don't know how Figueredo's ranked number two when he just went up to this weight. But Figueredo's ranked number two. I would love to do a breakdown on that because I'm a nerd about fighting. Rob Font has a beautiful jab. He sets everything up off his jab. Figueredo's going up in weight. He's not the best boxer. He's a good striker. I think the guy with the better jab is going to win that fight, and I think Rob Font's going to knock him out. And Figueredo's never been knocked out. So if that happens, I should bet on, on fights, right? So... That's kind of all I want to talk about regarding fights. Um, and, yeah, hopefully we can do a fight campaign. And, and go I that. think that would be really good for us to do. Yeah, I think fun. that would be a really uh, interesting piece of content to try to make clips on and then also to sit and do for the two hours. Like, that's a good, that's a good time spent. Way more like a chilling time. Yeah. And Way I'm, more like I'm a I'm obviously going to be having a great time because I love watching fights, so it'll be yeah, it'll be a good time. I mean, if you watch the fight companions with Joe Rogan and Brian Cowan and Brendan Schaub and Tom, uh, I mean, uh, you know, Will Sasso and whoever else they have on that thing, it's just like they're drinking, Chilling. eating chips. There's a bunch of things going on. They take mushrooms. Like they're doing, <laughs> like a, there's a lot going on. So it's not so much like a like no like there's not a lot of questions being asked. It's more like. We're here to we're here to be dudes and talk about the fight. Yeah. <laughs> You're here to watch the game. So that's like a very fun vibe podcast that would be very exciting to uh watch. Yeah, I'm down. Let's get let's get more of the crew in there then. Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need uh yeah. We just gotta find a space. <laughs> How does that even happen? The battery's dead on the camera? Yeah, but I, I stopped the clip as soon as it said low battery this time. So it for sure saved. You're the man. Look at this guy. This is why. This is another reason why we got to have a producer. Even this whole thing that we're doing just needs to freaking elevate, and then it, we're going to be really having a lot of fun. And we wouldn't be able to do it without you pushing that button. I got we you. wouldn't be able to do it without <laughs> one you pushing button. that button. I got you. That's right. And that's the one that really, that's the one, son. I'll be interested to listen to how that sounds on that mic, too. I think it'll be good. It'll be yeah, good. that mic does a good job. I, my uh, DD mic good. does a good job on that, too. Right? I mean, I bet that one, yeah, I bet that one's that's just what I fine. Use, that's what I used to do, the little mini yeah. series thing. Yeah. If you have time, you should check that out, Dan. I will, for sure. Yeah, go to Kanye Combat Sports YouTube. It's a good time. Yeah. I got you. It's not bad. Yeah, I, We, d- I, we uh, do need to be filming more practice. I filmed it, edited it myself, and I did it all myself. It's not the best, but it's not bad. I think you, you'd, you'd be entertained at, at the very least. I'll watch it. I got you. They're good videos. Yeah. They're good videos. That's what we want to put out here. Good videos. Good yeah. videos. Good fighters. Yeah, if you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, there's a little documentary on there um, that I uh, put out of our fight team getting ready for some fights back last year. Yeah, over a year ago now. What if we just documented like two days a week of practice? An hour, an hour each week, just the fight team film for an hour or an hour and a half, two times two times a week. I mean, that'd be plenty. If they could all look as cool as the one that you made, if I could figure that out, if we could figure that out. I mean, all, all I did was film it on uh, on my A64 on the camera that we're using here. So, Right, but with what, the editing and stuff. The editing is easy. It's just time-consuming. Do it. Yeah. The thing is, I have, uh, what's it called? The gimbal. The gimbal. Mm-hmm. I didn't use the gimbal for the 
the shots. Well, that's more for like movement. That thing is more for like movement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So a lot of my shots on that, I'm moving in, watch filming them oh, spar and oh. grapple. So it would have been way cooler to have the gimbal on that and and make it better. Mm. But uh, mm, yeah, yeah, it's just really time consuming, especially if you if you do film two hours every week. I mean, that's fucking. That's why this editor, well, this editor changed a lot. Through. This editor changed a lot. Yeah, it really elevated us. It, it really took it up. Why is that? Made it faster. How? It, yeah. it uses AI. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, we're in the future, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Well, if that's the case, dude, fuck. It's that's why I even brought it up. Before yeah, it was always like we're just doing podcasts and that's it. Now we can probably film two days a week of practice and be putting out that content on Carney Combat Sports YouTube. So we're making the docu series every single week. That's it's bad. just cool. every single week now. That'd be super cool. And that's the YouTube channel on Carney Combat Sports because the Patreon is this. And then if we if you if you want to throw those videos up on the Patreon, yeah, but that's more for YouTube. This is that that this is the right way to do it. Make the practices, the vlogs of practice, and then make. These for Patreon, Rumble, things like that. But the way that we do it now is very strategic. Things are released like days and weeks in <laughs> in, in in like organized fashion, mm-hmm. systemic, yes, strategized. Yep. I don't even know how to describe it, but yes. <laughs> yep. Organized, systemic, mobile, hostile, agile. Yeah, yeah, we need that. Will you that ever needs to be quit? that needs to be the intro <laughs> to the breakdown. Well, that's remember that's remember the Titans, so I can't steal it. <laughs> yeah, you can. You just did. Dude. Denzel Washington will take me out, bro. He's the equalizer. <laughs> that's a great movie, by the way, dude. Yeah, I think strong side. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> Sunshine, strong side, weak side. Man, dude, yeah, that makes me cry. I haven't seen that movie in over a decade. And I mm, let's watch it and cry together. Yeah, I'm done. Eat some popcorn, cry. Only Something about there. only if Dan's there. I was gonna say, can I come? <laughs> <laughs> Need a good cry, <laughs> dude. This has been another episode of the Breakdown Podcast and Co- Combat on the Couch with the Ugly Franco, all in one. We're just releasing it at a separate time, so you can call it two different things. But it's really fun to do this this Patreon. When we do it now, do it like the Patreon, and then have a bunch of things come out, and then put it out later. I really like it. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, a good idea. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think I wouldn't mind doing a podcast myself regularly, so I guess this is a good way of doing it, too. Mm-hmm. Just getting myself more practice. Yeah. Talking to the microphone, looking at Dan. Trying to see Gage's reaction. All right. Right? It's nice to have... I really like having someone here. Yeah. I really like having someone here. Just... I mean, if we if we even talk to you at all, yeah. But if we don't, it's nice to have a reaction of, you know, something. It's not just empty darkness. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool, too, though. It's nice. That is cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it gives just, it a more... I don't know. We've got one light, one camera, one board, three mics, and it's just us. It just feels, yeah, it just feels good. Feels good, man. Feels, I mean, the one light, it's like, just boom, you know? That could be a clip right there. Just the darkness and then just the boom. Oh, yeah. Just the light on, the light switch on. Just the, and then just the, you know, combat on the couch. When are we going to get Dan on the couch? (laughs) Good when question. he when he doesn't go to Quintana, <laughs> don't say that. It's like that. Cut it. Weren't you uh, weren't Cut you it. just trying to get Blake on the pod? <laughs> weren't you just talking about some? Oh, I was trying to get Blake on the pod. <laughs> yeah, we are trying to get Blake on the pod. Oh, jeez. I'm gonna tell him. <laughs> don't tell him, dude. Don't tell him, bro. Come on, be a real one. Why would you do that, man? It's a trap, Blake. Why would you do? Hey, don't do that, bro. We're gonna fuck you up. <laughs> We didn't even touch you, bro. We didn't even touch you, bro. Not even once. (laughs) Not unless you asked us to, because you did earlier. But we didn't touch you unless you wanted us to. But later, though. (laughs) After this. 
I'm Y'all said I have to go spar with you guys after this. Just me. Oh, that's easy. Don't you talk to me like that. That's okay. an easy win. Don't hey. easy work. He's calling easy you. Don't, hey, hey, you lower your tone of voice when you talk to me like that. <laughs> easy win. You don't even have to wear gloves. Hey, or head. Hey, I won't wear headgear. Hey, dude, I'll knock that mustache clean. I'll I'll knock the mustache <laughs> into your eyebrows, son. You done flustered me. Anytime, brother. Anytime. Right after this, I'm you can't ready. leave. I'm ready. That's your payment too. Let's some, go right some, now. Some learning. Some hard learning you never he's had. Still, he's still pissed because you made him wait, dude. Yeah, he's pissed. Yeah, I got a lot of built up frustration. Twenty minutes, damn son. <laughs> I know. I felt so bad. I was like, I sent it, felt good, and then realized it didn't send I'm a couple sure. minutes later after I got out of the shower. I'm so it was sure, like, Joshy. oh no, Joshy. And then he called me on Snapchat real, as Joshy. I'm trying to get straight. So talk. you were. So wait, 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 wait. You took a shower, and that's why you were late. Before I do anything, I take showers, so, so I look were, good. So you couldn't take your shower earlier in the day? Wait, wait, what time did you wake up? All right, guys, <laughs> we've had a great time on episodes two. I woke up late, dude. I woke up at 10, and then I got out of bed at 10.05. Why are you so angry, man? Because I hate when I get exposed for not being a hustler, okay? Sometimes I'm lazy, and it's true, and when I get found out for it, Oh, pisses me off. Why are you pointing at the camera? It's dead. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> All right, that's that's a good place to end though. That's anything like that. Scott knocked the goals. Next podcast, hopefully the great halva. Really? Oh, are you hold serious? Up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. say say that again. Say that again because I stopped it, but I just started again. Are you? Because you got up like it was over, so All I was right. like, cool. Stopped what? The the podcast no, recording. You didn't. I just restarted it. Oh, okay, that's fine. All right, say it again. Yeah, we can put. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Scott Octagall is coming up, and the Grijalva brothers, hopefully, and then um, maybe Bryce Abbey again. I'd like to get him on a series of weight cutting tips for athletes. Nice, because a lot of these guys cut weight for fights and whatnot. And yeah, then, it's uh, a it's a valuable skill to know. You can yeah. do it right. You can do it wrong, and you can do it right. You really hurt yourself. Well, he's got a talking about a PhD guy mm-hmm. going through some of the stuff and. It's just really valuable insight. Um, besides that, we got fights coming up in February, so we got a ways away. We'll start our, we'll start our eight-week training camp next week, and Jose will be going out there to defend his belt at FAC. So that's all we got right now. Nice. Hopefully, we'll be moving to Omaha in the coming years and expanding our territory. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides that. Mm-hmm. Besides that, I got nothing. What about you, Dan? Chilling. He's chilling. Chilling. All right. Yeah. So you already know what I got going on. Everything. And we're right here at Carney Combat Sports. So if you want to know about it, show up, son. <laughs>